Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the Resort Ears studio. We are back from our summer hiatus. It's been a while. We take a lot of those, I know. Uh, in this episode, it is episode number 25. Cue up the fireworks. Boom, boom, boom. Um, <laughs> we play one serious game of catch-up. Because, you know, it's been how long since we've been on. Uh, as we emerge from our early summer vacation, just a time for some major news rumors swirling all around the Walt Disney World Resort. Please stand clear of the door, because this should be a good one. Unedited, unfiltered fun, that's what we're about. Sunday Fun Day continues right now. Resort Air Studios. I'm Mike. Greg's on the other end. To everybody on Periscope, hello. Welcome into the Resort Air's uh, River Studios. Yes, that is the contemporary resort that you're seeing right now. Uh, me and Greg want to make sure that the show actually stays to an hour because it's a Sunday night. Uh, as long and as it's a school you know, night. Exactly. It's a school night. Uh, and it's a catch-up show. So hello to everybody, all ten of you on here. This is amazing for a Sunday night. We may have found our night to do this. Um, that actually will go part of my monorail layout. I have the monorail orange, I have the contemporary, and uh, if I somehow come off with $400, I can get a Lego model of the <laughs> castle, which we'll step into. Anyways, it's time for the welcome introductions as always. Greg, how can they call in and talk to us? Well, they can call in uh, to the show as always, and welcome back, folks. Give us a call if you have any questions or want to be part of the show, one four seven five four five. 6118. Again, that's uh, 1407. That's Orlando area code, by the way. 545-6118. If you want to call in, be a part of the show, ask us any questions, or give us your uh, thoughts or concerns or uh, uh, anything else. And if you're watching on Periscope, all you just have to do is just put a little uh, message underneath our Periscope here in our chat, and we'll go ahead and get back to you on any of the questions that you have there and then. And remember, this is unfiltered, unedited, so we don't mind cussing out anybody for Disney because we're just we're just fans, and we don't mind it. And that's what we base our show on. Greg, it's been 25 episodes we've done together. It's uh, pretty amazing. It is pretty amazing. However, we've had a huge hiatus, and uh, those who listened to the show before, sorry about that. Our last show was uh, sometime in May, I think, and it was right before. It actually was uh, Animal Kingdom's birthday for that park, and it was right before I went on my trip down to Orlando in May with my family, uh, which was awesome, by the way. The trip was great. See it at uh, the Wyndham uh, Bonnet Creek Resort, uh, the timeshare over there at, at the Bonnet Creek area. Got to play a little golf at uh, Lake Buena Vista course, mm-hmm. ate some awesome restaurants, uh, checked out Disney Springs and all the stuff that's happened there, uh, went to the studios, actually. Which was a total surprise. We didn't plan on that at all. We were like, one one day we were like, you know what, let's go check it out. Ended up being a good time. It's a, it was a little sad, I must say, because I loved 
Disney's MGM Studios and Hollywood Studios too before everything got tore down or you know got closed off. Right. Um, and so the park's a little weird because it's so closed off now. It's pretty much you have you know Toy Story Midway Mania and then you walk right into a wall. It's like a dead end. And you have Muppet Courtyard area, which is sort of new, with uh, Muppet 3D, which has been there forever. But um, then that's all cornered off. So it's really like a dead end on, on that side of the park. You still have Sunset Boulevard, and that's pretty much all the same. But um, it's kind of a weird park right now. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be great in, when everything happens. But it's sort of, you know, it saddens me. Uh, we've talked about this a million times before. But, like, the whole losing the whole movie production side of things at that theme park. Which made it so unique, you know? Right. And, and and partially, which they're still doing over at Universal, at least when it comes to TV, because now it's owned by Comcast, um, a little bit, you know? So uh, I wish they could get more of that, and maybe they can once, you know, once the attractions there kind of come back with Toy Story Land and with uh, and with Star Wars Land, which are going to be going to be amazing, you know? Well, that's why there's a lot of flack about people saying that they. They thought, well, why? There was kind of a big thing where us fanboys were like, oh, well, of course, you know, we can't sh- shut the park down while right. it's under construction. Right, right, right. But if you talk to people that aren't part of what we do here, you know, with Disney and, and on the Twitter and everything like that, um, and you step into their shoes, I can kind of see at this point in the game why people were saying they should just shut the park down until it's done. Oh, yeah. Because traffic's a nightmare, getting into the park's going to be a nightmare. I mean, trust me, there's still some really cool things that we saw, um, you know, last time I was down there, too, the same thing. You know, um, but like you were saying, just the whole stopping the walls and everything like that, you know, I can understand why people really don't think it's a value to be there anymore. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was to the point where I was like, you know, it was a good time. We went, we did all the Disney Junior stuff with my daughter, and I saw, I didn't get to go in Star Wars Launch Bay, just because it was, it was, it was, there was a wait for the meet and greet with, like, Chewbacca and stuff, and right. it was insanely hot. We did it for, like, an afternoon, because we had a, um, a hopper, a park hopper, but uh, we did, like, the, you know, meet and greets with Disney Junior, and they have a Disney Junior, like, live show we did with uh, my daughter, and kind of walked around. We got lunch at um, ABC Commissary. Um, and just kind of walked around and uh, saw the park. We did the Frozen sing-along and all that kind of stuff. So, unfortunately, it wasn't... Well, let's, let's set this up real quick. Yeah. Knowing about what you said for, for everybody that's on here. Let's say that you're going uh, to a day at, 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 you know, Hollywood Studios, but you're not in the fandom that we're at, right? Right. You go there and you spend the day. Is this with kids or no kids? It could be with kids. Doesn't matter. Just, just in general, you go to uh, DHS. You go there, uh, knowing, not again, not not in the fandom, not as a fan, just as as a, you know, maybe a small fan, just going there as your family on vacation. You walk out of that park, okay. What are your first thoughts that come to your mind? I don't know, man. It's tough to say because I mean it's hard to see the forest of the trees considering how big fans we are, but I. I don't know. I guess I would say, if it was, and this is if like it was your first time going there, like you had never been to the former Disney Hollywood Studios or MGM Studios. Because if that's the if that's the case, then I think I think that the average just tourist vacationer would be like, oh, it was a good time. You know, I got to go on Tower of Terror or ride Rock and Roller Coaster. I saw Indiana right. Jones stunt show. 
you know, whatever, you know. Um, like we did, we did Muppets, which was fun, and I, that for me that was big, and still is a great show. The, one of the one of the craziest not to change the subject, but one of the craziest things, dude. We're walking into Hollywood Studios the day we the day we went there, and actually that day we did in the morning we did Animal Kingdom, which I and I know a lot of people love Animal Kingdom. I just don't love it at all. I I just it, it's it's my least favorite Disney park, and I mean blasphemy. I know, I know. It's it's cool, but I just I don't know, it's not my thing. I don't know. If I want to go to a zoo, I'd go to a zoo. It's just we we just went from ten people to two people right after no! you said that. <laughs> the Animal Kingdom convention's gone. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. And, I, and, uh, and uh, when I went, we did the safari, which was cool. Uh, we did a bunch of other stuff, but uh, it was so so hot that day. It was just kind of miserable, like experience, but. Anyway, left there, went to the studios. Walking into the studios, I, I see a billboard, like in the parking lot, they had billboards up for all the ABC shows, you know, Scandal, they had um, one up for uh, Finding Dory coming out. They had one up for the Goldbergs, which I love that show. They had we one have a review on Dory, I went to see it last night, surprise oh. Greg. Awesome. Um, did, was it good? Just real quick. Did, did... Yeah. Okay. It was. Good. Um, <laughs> I can't, I, I'm excited to see it. I, um... There was anyway. There was these billboards. There was one for the Muppets, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's awesome. I actually took a picture of it. I'm, I'm, I'm telling. I told my wife. I was like, oh, man, I love it. She rolled her eyes, probably, but whatever. The same exact. Like an hour later, I'm going through our Twitter as I was there. They canceled the Muppets. The show was canceled like that same afternoon. That's right. I remember. I remember texting you that. Yeah, I, I was like, I was so like heartbroken really like I was so, it was so weird because like I'm in Muppet Courtyard like we went on Muppet we did Muppet the 3D um and it was just like what is the what is the future now going to be for you know for the Muppets like knowing that the show is cancelled um you know I mean it's it's tough now since then not to get off subject for the trip but the trip was great uh, everything went well. We had a great time. Did all all four parks. The kingdom was great. Went back there, I think, three times. Um, did a lot of resort hopping this time, which was cool. We got to see some places that I had, would never been before. Um, so that was that was pretty cool. We actually stayed uh, our last night there before we left for the airport. We uh, left our the, the condo we'd stayed at, and we um, and. Uh, we and we stayed at uh, Disney's uh, Pop Century Resort, so right. you know it was really cheap for, for, for one night. You know, my yep. wife got a deal on Orbit, which was like seventy bucks. I, you know, I I tell you what, the and I I've stayed there before. I've stayed at the All Stars before. It's been a while, and that's probably why you know it's been a while for me since I've stayed there. Like the theming is very minimal, and man, that those rooms are beat up, dude. I mean, it may, maybe it was just the building I was in. We stayed in the 80s building, I want to say. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. Just kind of beat up, man. About that. And, and, and what's kind of weird, too, is when you walk across Hourglass Lake and you go to Art of Animation, so we went, Art of Animation, like the, um, uh, what's it called, Landscape of Flavors, is their food, like their food court, essentially. Yeah. Really great. Great food. Like, we've been there before for lunches and stuff. Um, like, reasonably priced, and it's, like, good. We went over there for dinner the night we stayed there 
and uh, it was you know it was great whatever. But they don't they you can't use their pool. So we used the pool at at Pop Century and then walked over and their pool is gated off because it's like you know it's themed like Nemo. There's the underwater music. Right. It's way nicer. Like so that kind of stinks. Uh, so we eat dinner in there, whatever, and head, headed back over. And, uh, just seeing how like Armation is sort of brand new. It's really it's really immersively themed with the Disney IP. It's not just generically themed like this is the '80s and here's a bit of gigantic big wheel and a Rub- Rubik's cube and right. like that was fun for a while. But I think it's time for that resort in particular to like. I mean, there's some Disney characters. There's I think the '70s like. Uh, wing or hotel, you know a block of uh, of rooms has uh, blue and Mowgli from the uh, from uh, jungle, jungle book. book thank you um, so there's and then there's like there's like one other maybe like mighty ducks or not sports I don't know or movies but uh, <laughs> any anyway you get my drift it's just it's, I think it's getting time for that and it's uh so that kind of left like a weird taste in my mouth. Honestly, it was like our last night there. It was our last night there, and I was just like, man, like, I was, ex- I don't know why I had built up in my mind how great it was going to be, like, staying on property. Well, even I mean, we were you, so stayed, close. you stayed at a value, is what you did. We stayed at a value, and all we've given staying at a, like, right. essentially and, a, and one, a one time right they, they tell, you know, every time you listen to, to people talk about um, when they stay at a value, they, they always go to the Art Animation food court because it's the best. Right, right. And the other ones, they use mop buckets to clean the tables, so that bunch thing just basically tells you... <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly. Tells you, you know what, the what, other, what you're getting yourself into. The other crazy, crazy thing was, like, we had, my wife and I had, like, we had a bunch of stuff from our place because we had a full kitchen at the, at uh, Winnebonna Creek, and, you know, all week we had bought stuff. I had beers, and we had, like, tequila. We had a margarita mix. And so we had all the stuff we brought with us. And there's a mini fridge there, which was great, and there's the ice machine there, so we were fine. And later on at night, like, I had, I was hungry, so I go to the food court for, or sorry, we went for lunch at Artemation. I go to the food court there, and I get our stuff, and we bring it back, <clears throat> and this is the food court at, at uh, Pop Century. Mm-hmm. And I bring it back, whatever, and then later on, I, I wanted to go get, like, a snack. And this is, like, not late at all. It's, like, 9 o'clock maybe at night, you know. The thing is closed, like, completely closed. And there's there's no way the gift shops, maybe it was 10, I don't know. But the gift shop's closed, the food court's closed. So it's not even, like, the guy go to the gift shop to get, like, a Mickey bar or something, or, you know. Like, yeah. everything's and closed. And I'm, like, and I'm, like, on, I'm, like, here I am, like, at Disney World where it's, I mean, I know, like, whatever. But it was just, like, I'm, like, Really? You know, right. and those resorts, point. those resorts are massive. So, like, if you're, like, our room was closer to the parking lot, the closest parking lot was like super far away. Sort of to walk to the the main hall, like where the food court and stuff was really far. So I ended up driving actually our food back for dinner. We ate in the room, but I don't know. It was just a weird. It was kind of like a weird experience, and I, it it left a bad taste in my mouth for like the value resorts especially. Right. Well, they need a refurb is what they need. There's Absolutely. no doubt about it. And I work in hotels. That's 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 my um, my job. Um, you know, it, if you just look at the, the kind of people, so like when you this, not people but stays, you know, the value stays. You know, these they're predominantly they're, they're obviously everything. They're in and out. There's more people that are 
staying in the values, I think, just per month than there are at the oh, yeah. moderates, DVC, that stuff like Especially that. Especially the you know? deluxes, yeah, so absolutely. They need, they need the refurb. It's what they need. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, but other than that, no, the trip was great. I mean, uh, we had great, great weather. It, it never rained. Um, did Disney Springs a lot, which was cool. I attempted, I attempted to go to Universal. We'll get into this another show, but I want to go forever on this. But I attempted to go to Universal. We're going to go to City Walk one night for dinner. And I ended up turning around and coming back because I realized you have to pay for parking there. And it's 20 bucks before like 6 o'clock, which is insane. So I said, screw that. And I turned around and left the garage. I went back down I-4. We ended up going to Disney Springs. So. Um, but no, it was great. It was a good, it was a good trip and uh, everything, everything went well. I, uh, before we uh, we jump into our main our main stuff, we'll do Disney Did You Know and uh, get into the subjects. And I, I noticed we just had a call to you. We'll, we'll we'll take those in a moment. But I I just wanted to touch on. I know we had, we talked about this before. Just uh, just real quick, just so that we we don't for, forget to mention it. Um, our condolences and uh, and thoughts and uh, everything go out to those affected by the uh, the tragedy down in Orlando, the the Pulse nightclub shooting. Um, and then also the, the, the Graves family uh, down there with the alligator attack and lost their son. Terrible, unthinkable uh, tragedies right back to back. Uh, and um, honestly, uh, I, I couldn't believe it. Both of those things, I, you know, they're, they're the, the worst nightmares, you know, of uh, um, when, you, when you think about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So, um, and, and the thing is, is I don't, we, we talked about this, everybody, about, you know, um, Everywhere, every other show that that has been on this has taken a lot, you know, has taken a chunk out of their show to talk about it. And I think at this point, a month later, it's time to stand up and and move on, just like we did up here in Boston and uh, in New York when all these when that happened yep. as a nation. Um, and we know what has to be done, and and we'll all come together and do it. And and it's it's time to not talk about it and. And get on with life a little bit after after a tragedy. So um, that's what me and Greg, you know, we put out there our condolences, and, and that's just kind of how we're gonna we're gonna leave it. Um, so we'll take a, a quick moment of silence, and uh, we'll move on. All right. Um, so uh, before we go on to Disney, did you know? Because we have a. <laughs> Greg has a doozy of this one. This is a good, good one. Um, I um, I've been I've been very busy uh, trying to get down to work for Disney. Um, That's right. I, I forgot to put this in our in our notes. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I haven't said much because we've been a hiatus. Um, but I am officially on the wait list to be a monorail pilot. Um, I'm hoping that it works out. <laughs> now that I said it out loud, I'm sure it won't. But um, the thing is, is, of course, I work for uh, a, a rather large hotel, and I want to get down to work. Um, yes, that is a contemporary resort model. Um, I want to get down to work in Disney, actually, at the contemporary, if I could, to get that experience. I, I graduated almost 10 years ago. I can't believe it's been. Um, I've been in and out of you know, hospitality and, and cooking and stuff like that. Uh, I work again for a rather large hotel, and I really want a chance. And about a month ago, I applied. They called me. I passed the flying colors, and I'm waitlisted. And of course, as Greg knows, it's it's hard just to uproot and move. Um, but that is, um, I, I don't I don't know what to do because what's going to have to happen is I'm probably going to have to 
move down there first, and then my girlfriend has to come down after because she's a physical therapist. It takes a little time to get out. So if any of you have any good suggestions on places to stay down in Orlando that uh, isn't, uh, you know, a cardboard box somewhere for a month or so, um, Extended stay give in us America. a PM here at Resort Ears. Yeah. Unfiltered, baby. I was just started laughing when you... You said, you know, it isn't easy to uproot because for you it literally would be uprooting because you have all those damn plants. <laughs> I do. I'm probably the only one up here in the Northeast that uh, has a full-size banana plant, a coconut tree growing out of a plant, uh, and I also have a orange and lemon tree growing uh, as well. And they're like serious size too. They're they're like you no. Know, he brings them in the winter and like keeps them in the heat, like in special rooms and stuff. Uh, the lemon tree is actually um, right up to my I would say maybe four feet five inches right about now. Plus you have the the palm tree. And the, the, I do. And I, have, I bought a cold the, weather palm tree. Plant it in your yard. <laughs> well, I that's what I said. I said I'm not gonna plant it in the yard until I know where the frick I'm living. Um, but uh, it'd be really nice if I could. Uh, those uh, those things would just take off in that Florida heat. You can't imagine. I, I'd come back. They'd just be way too big. <laughs> How would you get them on the plane? Uh, uh, for the guy that was on uh, Periscope watching us, she did something about an extended stay. Why don't you give us a little PM at Resort Ears on Twitter, and uh, I'll, I'll look and see what you, I'll look into that extended stay uh, hotels. Um, of course, would all. <laughs> In a perfect world, that'd be perfect, but unfortunately, I'd be leaving the large hotel I work for, so therefore, I wouldn't get the discounts uh, that I get, but um, anyhow, all right, uh, it is time to, oh, Greg, tell us about Redbubble real quick, and then we'll get on to the uh, oh, meat yeah, potatoes. Oh, yeah, yeah, Redbubble, uh, again, to just kind of keep the show running, uh, if you like what you hear, go to Redbubble.com, Resort Ears Radio, t-shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more right there, Redbubble.com, little cheap plug for us uh, but we're actually and soon we're going to be uh, Mike you don't even know about this but I, I, I actually found another resource I mean we may be switching to just because oh. I think stuff will look How a little better and design some new shirts so we're uh, that'll all be happening soon so stay tuned alright it is time to finally dive into the show the first part of the show is over you know where me and Greg has been and we've caught up but now it's time to get to the meat and potatoes of everything around the world of Disney Resort ears, it is time, though, of course, to start with Greg Davis with the Disney Did You Know, and, if he has it today, weather. Thank you, Mike. The Disney Did You Know. Did you know that the 11-and-a-half-acre, now abandoned island in the middle of Walt Disney World's Bay Lake, once known as Treasure Island, and then later, of course, as Discovery Island, and first, when... It was bought, known as Raz Island, back in 1965. Uh, it was a zoological garden with exotic animals and plant life from April 8, 1974, when it opened, to April 8, 1999, when it closed. Oddly enough, the entire attraction was sponsored by a corporate partner, Friskies? Friskies? Yeah, that's my right. Caddy, the, the so cat- my caddy, so she, she literally breaks into the closet, and I find her with, like, Friskies all around her mouth, and then she throws them up, and I have to clean it up. The cat food maker Friskies actually sponsored Discovery Island at Walt Disney World. Kind of strange, considering there actually were no cats on the island. Really weird. That's this week's Disney's Did You Know, and check this one out. 
Of course, that was that. I said they were to go if the price is right. That little audio snippet was from the Resort TV from 1995, the Walt Disney World Network. Uh, that was a little fun snippet. Mm. I hope you like that. <sighs> Sorry, I had a, actually uh, this literally just happened. Um, as we were talking about Frisky's, I was making that joke about my cat throwing up. I quite literally just had to go through a cat puke. Oh um, no! While you were reading that, no, no. I am dead serious. That's disgusting. <laughs> Anyhow, just, things happen in real life, real time here. <laughs> All right, it's time for news and rumors. Oh, Frisky's. Time for news and rumors. Greg, take it away. Well, before we do news and rumors, let me just say that. Hold on. Let me just say, when I say something, oh. new music badge for this one. This is the start of news and rumors. In Lake Buena Vista, Florida, right now, I 81 degrees. Currently clear. Summer nights at Walt Disney World. It'll be around 77 tonight, and then when you wake up tomorrow morning, back to 81. 97 your high tomorrow in. Lake Buena Vista in the city of Bay Lake, Florida. And we're going to get things cranked off tonight, Mike. We, we are digging deep here. <laughs> we, we're going to get things cranked up. Cranked up. Zero listeners on Periscope right now. Nah, whatever. We're going to get things cranked up tonight. Uh, we're going to start with some DVC news. Now, we're going to go way back to May on this one because it's important to illustrate the news we're going to talk about in one moment. But I wanted to just reiterate this fact. I know a lot of people have probably heard this one because it is so old. But Disney names new DVC development at the Wilderness Lodge and renames the existing villas. This is from the middle of May. But Disney Vacation Club announced back then the Copper Creek Villas and Cabins at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. That's going to be the new name of the now 14th uh, Disney Vacation Club Resort. And this is going to be kind of in between the... Uh, pool area at Wilderness Lodge and then heading up again all, all surrounding Bay Lake you're going to have some of the uh, honeymoon cottages sort of shore you know lining the shoreline just like you do with the Bora Bora bungalows but these again will be you know Wilderness Lodge theme the Copper Creek Villas and Cabins and they're renaming the current DVC at the Wilderness Lodge that's connected to the building uh, Boulder Ridge Villas at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. So, got to keep track of all these names. But at any rate, it's going to be pretty cool to see some development of Disney Vacation Club. And I wanted to just mention that to lead into this. And this is a more recent rumor. But it's a pretty serious one and a viable one. I think it could actually happen. If you look at into uh, if you look on Google Maps at the resort, you'll see what I'm talking about. But this rumor is that they're, Disney is uh, looking to build their first DVC at a moderate resort, and that resort is the Caribbean Beach Resort. 
Um, this is Walt Disney. Uh, uh, Walt Disney World News Today, which is a, a, a you know a very very respected uh, source uh, among you know the theme park community, um, came out with this, and and they say it's finally happening. This is their story again. Uh, this is from uh, June twenty third. But uh, DVC has run out of deluxe resorts to span to, so it looks like they may be turning to their first moderate, which in fact um, is the Caribbean Beach Resort. Um, and if you look on a map along Victory Way, which is uh, goes right by Disney's Pop Century Resort and connects to ESPN Wild Little Sports, between uh, Pop Century and Art of Animation, that, that cluster, and... Uh, the southern half or the northern half rather of Caribbean Beach Resort there's just like huge swath of, of undeveloped land which I think was supposed to be the remainder of the property which they never finished um, but this is like a perfect perfect building lot basically piece of property for them to build this on um, and there's no there's no you know word yet whether this will be a multi-level like one building kind of resort with a Caribbean theme how how you'll enter it if it'll have its own entrance or you know if it's going to be a lot like the how the the Caribbean Beach Resort rooms are now where they're up you know door from the outside uh, more like the All Stars but bigger um, so it kind of interesting I don't know what they'll do with it but it's interesting that it'll be a moderate themed a moderate uh, priced resort because you know obviously pricing is a huge factor in uh, where folks choose to go so oh it's absolutely gonna happen there's no doubt about it i mean it, they have to i mean dvc's are they're they're a cash cow right now and the only thing cool thing about when to look at dvc just kind of a hotel sense is you can probably easily convert those back to regular moderate resorts yeah. if you have to yeah and that that's that's probably which where they're going to go i mean there's, there are a lot less rooms too when you think about well, it. Like all of them are, you know, what I mean, it's not like they're right. building these with like 300 rooms or something. They're they're all a lot less too. So. I mean, look, DCS is is definitely the cash cow right now, and they're gonna jump on it. I would, if I was in their position, I would. In fact, I, I mean, I just would. Um, do I really think that they should build another resort right now? Or you know, at, I think they need to get their theme park stuff done. Yeah, right now I, absolutely you know i mean like avatar land yeah we can't wait till it opens up but it's starting to like just become stale right now yeah you know um we're all excited but <laughs> it's just false excitement it's over oh, when's it gonna be done and they just keep pushing the deadline <coughs> back and back and and this has um, been and i want to touch on the I'm not to interrupt you i want to touch on this too today this summer if you think about it and even the spring has been like just misery for disney i mean every every corner they've turned with everything like something's gone wrong, whether it's the launch of Soaring Around the World being delayed, Frozen Ever Raptor, where it's apparently shutting down like all the time. The A figures aren't working properly. People have to be evac'd off the ride. Things brand yeah. new. Well, that's because the ghost of Maelstrom won't let it happen. I told you when that when they <laughs> dude, you're they right. Shut that you thing did down, say that. I said that thing is not going to work in there because Maelstrom's ghost is going to cut that. That ride is for Maelstrom, and unless they that. bulldoze that building, it'll never work. But I mean, think about all the it's stuff. That's, the stuff, all the stuff that's going wrong. That um, long lines everywhere. Well, here's the thing. All, all, the, all the issues of Animal Kingdom with getting the, this Jungle Book thing. That's terrible. We can talk about that in a minute. The, you know, um, Universal of Life. is playing the game right now. They, 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 they're gonna do. They're 
They can get stuff done faster than Disney right now. And the thing about it is that Disney knows this, and they are just pushing rides and attractions through right now as fast as they could. But yes, the Jungle Book is one thing. The Frozen Ever After, after thing, I think it was another thing. I don't think it was ready yet. The Imagineers were saying, the inside scoop that we had, is the Engineers were saying that a lot of the automatronics were not ready yet for this. And the, the, um, the, the um, wow, I'm blanking here on, on a Sunday night here. But the automatronics, and then of course just the actual computer graphics, they weren't ready yet for interaction with guests, but they wanted just to go ahead and push forward with that. Yeah. And you know what? I don't think those are rumors anymore. Now, I mean, those were like big time rumors back. Oh, this is what they said. No, no, I don't think those are rumors anymore. I really, really think that those were those were the truth. Hmm. It's it's I don't know. It's it's weird because if if you ever hear stories back in like the eighties, uh, in eighty two when they when they opened Epcot, there's there's this story that they were running electrical wire and like important stuff like the night before it opened. Like half the stuff wasn't done, and or, you know it was like major stuff that they had to complete like overnight before it opened the next day. And right. and just think about that, like how the building of Epcot was the, I believe it was like the single largest like privately financed construction project in mm-hmm. the country at the time, in the whole country. I mean, think about that. That's crazy, and. They got it done. Like, I mean, imagine if they had to do that nowadays. I mean, I know it's a different time and everything's different, but, like, where's the ingenuity that even in the 90s, I mean, like, even in the late 90s, the Disney decade, uh, I don't know, man. It's just, I, I, I want to see, you know, it's it's been tough, I think, on Imagineering because of Shanghai. Shanghai's up now and running. Everything's good. Stuff, you know, over there is supposedly going well. Um it's now time to focus attention back on the parts like Epcot, especially that need that need the attention um, desperately. I, I think, and you know, just being there, walking around recently, and I was there during Flower and Garden Festival, which was great, um, but it's just you know, it's time for something new with Future World, and it's time to 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 kind of take another look at what what they're going to do with that because it's. Uh, it's, it's in desperate need of some attention. You know, obviously, Hollywood Studios has a plan, at least. You know what I mean? Nothing's... Right. And shovels are in the ground. I mean, you know, they, they, they tore down Catastrophe Canyon. They've, they're tearing down the LMA Stadium. Right. Um, so stuff's happening there. Stuff, but that should be the only thing that they're doing right now. You know what I mean by that? It, it, they used to, I mean, it's taken them six years to build a, a, you know, excuse the language, a fucking parking garage. Yeah. All right? They don't... By the way, that those are all up now and they look great. They the, the are. Garage they are. Garage, they, I, personally, from resort, you know, hospitality sense of view, they, in my opinion, overextended themselves on what they wanted to do. And it's not like the old days. Universal can now keep up with them. Right. They can pump out quality attractions and put them to bed with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in our, in our eyes as fans, you know, Universal will never be as good as Disney, but that doesn't matter anymore because the truth is they ju- are just as good. No, they man. will, if they continue the way they're going with Sapphire Bay open, Volcano, all these new ones that are, that they're opening up, yep. they're going to be 
not a shoulder stay anymore. They're going to be a predominant, let's go to Universal and then let's go to Disney. Right. Instead of let's go to Disney and do a day at Universal. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, they're, they're trying to get into the, the family vacation business for real this time. You know, Sapphire Falls with the partnership with Lowe's. It's it's smart for Universal also, I think, from a hotel standpoint, and you'll probably agree with this, but, you know, they they went to Lowe's and said, run our hotel division. You know, we, we don't want to be in the hotel business. Um, and and that, they are good, a very good company for hotels. Right, right. Whereas, you know, Disney, Disney's run their own, and they, they've done a fine job. Don't, mean, don't get me wrong. Um, but, you know... I don't know. It's it's tough, and I you know you know there's a lot of former Imagineers that did that uh, Universal Creative had hired um, to develop develop things like Harry Potter, you know, Wizarding World of Harry Potter and Diagon Alley, and um, apparently the new Hulk coaster and the new this new Fast and Furious ride that's happening. So um, no, they're 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 doing great. I, it's it's just uh, getting back to Disney. I, I I don't know. I I really think it's time to refocus on. Orlando for them and, and absolutely you know they've done a lot now with Shanghai that's over with uh, it's it's time and and they need to put you know get and, and you're right like it's to dump the resources throw resources at Hollywood Studios why is it going to take them like 20 years to build this fucking thing excuse my language <laughs> you know what I mean I mean or whatever it's going to be what, what, what is the date now they say like 20 2019, 2018, or something like that? It's like 2020 or something like that. 2020? Yeah. I think they're aiming for to, for the big anniversary they're aiming for. For, for, Star, but, War, for Star Wars, man, and, they, and then Soy Star Land would open before that, right? Like 2019 yeah. or something like that. I think if this is the way that it's going to go... And I've heard 20, first of all, I don't think they have any idea. I don't think they have any idea how to deal with Universal, first of all. They never had to do it before. Universal being this good, you're right. And and two, no, we've said this a million times. They slept. They 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 slept for how many years? You know, for de- for a decade. They didn't have didn't have right. to compete. They were the top dog, right? I mean, yep. I mean, yeah. It's it's scary. Like I said, to think about. It. I mean, if this is the way it's going to go, where it's going to take them twenty, you know, how many? God, jeez. How many months or years to build an attraction now? A quality, quality is the key, keyword. Quality attraction. Then, if they're going to be opening, you know, Avatar Star Wars, start opening little bits at a time. And and as as consumers, as people going down to the park, wet our appetite of what you're going to be giving us. Right. You know, um, I think that that would be, at this point, more acceptable for us than. Than anything, and, and for just regular fans that go down there to you know for a vacation, maybe not not like you know, again the world where we all are. Um, my uncle put it the best when he went down a couple of months ago. He's like, I would rather not spend my park hopper there. It, to me, that was a waste of a day. I'd rather it be closed until it's completely full, or that that uh, you know, the amount I paid for a park hopper was worth that. Yeah. I would have rather gone to one of the other three parks. Right. So. You know, the other thing too, and I, and I know I noticed this, and I, who knows if this is this could be just you know anecdotal, but I I think the other problem is that it also puts unneeded crowds on the kingdom in Epcot with the studios being being the way it is. Now they they recently launched this new Star Wars fireworks deal, right. Galactic 
uh, Galactia in the sky or whatever it was. Uh, and it'll open a little later. So maybe that'll help kind of bring some of the crowd over there. But Magic Kingdom's crowds, I mean, they're always crazy, but they're like especially crazy now. I mean, especially at nighttime for fireworks. and uh, You know, it's just, it's just nuts. But anyway, I mean, it, it you know, it's still great. It's still, it's still Epcot. And I think the the cool thing about and 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 a lot of people have said too you know don't get me wrong the frozen ride is awesome they say you know i've, I've seen like this some of the pov uh, movies and stuff that folks have done looks awesome i mean it really does like in the a figures with the the you know computer graphic face facial features and stuff looks really cool so we'll see how everything pans out i hope they can get it cranked back up and, and working without uh having to shut it down once a day, though. I wonder if the person's ever going to call us back. Was there somebody that was actually trying to call us? Um, maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> Whoever you were, uh, call her, call back. Uh, want to uh-huh. mo- move on so we can keep this, keep this uh, rolling, though. One other piece of, of news. This just came out the other day. Disney water parks now, I guess, are doing uh, preferred parking. So we've, really? we've yeah, we've seen preferred parking at uh, all four parks for I think it was it thirty five bucks for preferred parking to get up close. Honestly, when we were there, I I almost I almost did it because I mean you go back at night for fireworks or something, you're parking so so far away. And, you know the walking. Hey. Hey, real quick, Greg, just because I got some Periscope people asking. If you want to give us a call, you can call the show at 1407-545-6118. Again, 1407-545-6118. We'll go ahead and take any of your calls uh, about anything. And, of course, leave anything in the chat you want to talk about. We're up, uh, up and running with all that. Go ahead, Greg. Sorry about that. No, no, no. Uh, anyway, um, so this preferred parking at the water parks now is, I guess, 15 bucks. They're trying it out. Um, at, at uh, both water parks, Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon, so so we'll see how that goes. Uh, another piece of news too. This one I just saw, and we, we tweeted this. I think it was last week. Um, as it loads here, hold on. Um, but it it was a a water park news. Uh, man accused of groping six people at Disney World. Did you see this story? No, I didn't see that one. It was, um, apparently there was a, a guy at, at, uh, Typhoon Lagoon, uh, water park, and he's, he was accused of groping six people, including teenagers. Um, according to these reports, one of the victims told Orange County Sheriff's deputies she and a 27-year-old uh, were in the wave pool on uh, last Sunday. Um, she says that the waves crashed over and she felt uh, uh, the man's hands. Ahmad Benhati, I guess is the guy's name? I don't know. Uh, all over her body. Another victim says <clears throat> she was in the wave pool when he grabbed her from the waist, from behind. Uh, she was able to break loose from his grasp but grabbed her leg again. This is a really weird story, but uh, four others reported similar incidents uh, to authorities as well. So, the guy, I guess, told the police officers that he had broken his glasses, and so he couldn't see clearly, causing him to unintentionally touch the people in the pool. 
Um, sure. This story says it's, sure. un, it's unclear if he had an attorney, uh, but he's a, he was arrested and faces all, of course, the charges. Disney World has banned him from the parks indefinitely. So, interesting story. Um, hopefully, um, hopefully it was an unintentional thing. I, I mean, you know, I mean, all this junk in the world going on right now. Uh, it's the last thing we need. Um, but uh, at any rate. Want to report on that one uh, to you guys? That's a that's a tough one, and and not that you know any of us <laughs> condone any of that. Of course, it's not even a, it's not a laughing matter. But the thing is, is that's a really hard one to kind of um, judge. And we've all been in a wave pool. You know the waves knock you around. Um, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know about the not having glasses. I mean, I, I'm sure you can see someone close up. I mean, sometimes, you know, you, tr- you know, you try to. I don't know. It, it all depends on, I guess. I mean, if you didn't have glasses, it all depends on how much she's saying. He, she, like, you know, if it was a total like reach around. You know what I mean? Like a total like grab and, and go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not even funny, but I mean, like, no, I that's, mean. that's guilt right there. You, you yeah. Can't, He's he's a he's a pervert. Yeah, I think, but if it was just kind of like a like a you know like I blew my way back and my hand went back to catch myself and I I you know I grazed a buttock or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean that's that's like and it's it's you're still not it's still not again. This has not we're not condoning this. We're just saying it's one of those things where it's really hard to jump to conclusions. Until you know the facts, but yeah, it kind of sounds like well, you I guess, know what he was doing. I guess I guess it'd be pretty easy to tell too. I mean, if, if he has uh, if he has a prescription for glasses, I mean, yeah, it'd be pretty it, it easy for them, to, like for them to tell. Fish, but yeah, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, moving on. I think we touched on this before, but another piece of interesting news: Lego is going to release an official Cinderella castle model at Disney Parks, and. Uh, Mike, you touched on it uh, earlier in the show about talking about your um, monorail deal there. $349.99 is what it's going to cost for you to buy this, this Lego creation. And it's it's pretty detailed. I mean, I mean, I think uh, we we retweeted it from, uh, I think WW News Today was the first to report it, but um, this thing is pretty, pretty legit. I mean, it's got the... You know, all the turrets on the front, it's got the drawbridge, and then on the back, it's got all the, uh, it's got like little rooms and stuff on the back side, so every, you know, it's got little, um, like Cinderella's dressing rooms and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's pretty, it's, it's, it's cool, I mean, it'd be perfect for exactly what I'm trying to do with a layout. Um, I had to look on Twitter when, I think it was, was it? How Bauer or Howie from Maryland, one of them. We were uh, we were discussing because I put out a tweet that um, this is really expensive for you know middle you know just a regular down the down the, the middle family middle class family you know right and, right right and it, it was convoluted because because he came back and he said well they're like ten or well fifteen cents or thirty cents a piece or something like that like. The math right. made sense. Like that, that made right, sense. Right, I understand right. that, you know. Yeah. But what I was, I guess, I was just trying to get at, like, it was just kind of like one of those things where it's like, um, uh, 
to me at three four that's it's just it's a lot of money. I mean, that's I know these. Money. I know these sets have, you know, the block prices, everything like that, but 349 I mean, but then again, you know, I looked at it the other day, and I'm like, wow, this is like, it, it's like so ridiculous looking, like, ridiculous isn't good. Um, so, uh, Yoke Pauly, New Jersey, that's it. Uh, 4,000 pieces, this thing will have in it. Uh, it's under 10 cents per piece, which is the average piece price for Lego sets. So... Yeah, I mean, uh, and then he, he kind of gave me a link from for Target, showing me that the a bucket of like just blocks, like random blocks. Right. right. It's like sixty to sixty dollars for seven hundred ninety pieces, which is seven point five cents per piece. So I understand. It, I guess I, I guess I forgot. Overall, like, overall though, it's it's crazy. I mean, I, you know, it's it's nuts. Like, I guess uh, I forgot how expensive Legos are. Like. Or they maybe it went up in price, but yeah, it's kind of crazy. It'll be interesting to see when holiday season comes around if that's like a a big selling item. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because we were, I think we, you and I had both had conversations on Twitter with, with a bunch of people about this, and uh, one of the things was you know, are they gonna do the other park icons or whatever? I think it'd be really cool if they did uh, a spaceship Earth, you know, or. Or something I don't know how they would do it, but I think it'd be really cool. So we'll see. Hey, uh, this is a this is actually like a, a huge huge story, and I I just stumbled upon it today, and I haven't seen anything about it um in the Twitter sphere or anything. Um, apparently, Disney's testing an automated photo pass, uh, fo- automated photo pass camera like stations basically. At non-attraction locations in the parks, um, so these are essentially stationary cameras that would be activated by you, not you know not manned by a cast member taking a, a photo, you know, a photo pass a cast member. Um, you know, so these are at areas around the parks that you know aren't aren't the rides, but you know, take your picture with your family, you know, in front of Cinderella Castle type of type of thing. Right. Um, apparently, the test is currently taking place in front of Rapunzel's Tower at the Magic Kingdom. And it's gonna it's gonna move over to Sword in the Stone in Fantasyland in front of uh, in front of the carousel in a couple of days. Uh, cast members will be helping guests. This is their DW News today. Has this helping guests test this system during this period, and all participating guests will receive a free photo download as a thank you for helping them with the test. Uh, the use of system would eliminate the need for a photo pass photographer at these locations, but would be helpful for in times where photo pass photography would not be staffed at such a location anyway. I, I kind of I agree like when it's busy and, and whatever and especially at night like during the, or not at night but like later on in the day the mornings you know there's usually photo pass people around um, that'd be great but I mean I don't know it's like photo pass is so expensive if you're not an annual pass holder and you get it for free it's so expensive I mean I, I, I we didn't do it you know, we still got the pictures, but um, to not even have a human being standing behind a camera, whether the whether they're professionals or know what they're doing or not, it just kind of like delegitimizes the entire thing to me, in my opinion. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? The pictures could be good, and who knows? You know, but it's just kind of crazy. You know, 
just kind of sound just kind of sounds like a way for Disney to price cut. Yeah, because I mean, they're running out of money, and they, it, and that's unfortunately that's going to be jobs right? too. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now they're going to say, of course, they're going to say, oh no, staff, staffing levels will remain the same. We would, we would, you know, move people around anyway, whatever. It's, I don't, I don't like this move at all. Uh, so, we'll keep an eye on that one. That's going to be interesting to see what happens with that, uh, whether whether that yeah, it's a, a test or not. I don't know. Uh, they probably will. I don't see why not. They'll probably put them in high traffic areas and. Uh, Yeah, I mean, trying to save some money is what it sounds like they're doing with this. Yeah, it, it really does. One last news story, Mike, and then we'll wrap this one up for uh, for the night. Uh, this one uh, from last week. Coca-Cola Store Orlando is finally open. Uh, Coca-Cola Store over there at uh, Disney Springs. Apparently, it's right when you come out of the orange parking garage, right there, glass building. Uh, mostly glass and steel, got a red kind of a red facade, and then the rest of the building is a uh, is brick. It's supposed to be a homage to this sort of 1920s Coca-Cola bottling plant and celebrate the history of Coca-Cola um, and pays tribute to the iconic brand and all that stuff. And inside, you know, everything Coke from T-shirts to hats to mugs to glasses and 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 everything else on the top floor. Um, in addition to shopping, there's also the rooftop bar area, which is all Coke products, um, and including Beverly. They have Beverly from, from Italy, the favorite uh, soda over there at Epcot. But really what this sounds like is is more of a uh, kind of like a fancied-up Club Cool at Epcot <laughs> with all the, you know, try the Coke from the different sodas from around the world type thing. So you can get you can get a uh, a tray of I think it's like eighteen sodas, you know, from all around the world for like right. sixteen bucks or something. Um, hold on, I can find the price in here. Uh, sorry, sixteen. It's called the the Taste of World uh, tray. Sixteen drinks, eight bucks, and they do a float uh, float one with ice cream for eight fifty. Or, or both for 14 so that's not Hey, Greg, we have a quick question right now on Periscope. Yeah, yeah. Said, um, do you think they should bring back the Airful Tower somewhere else? Uh, I do, the listener says. Who was that again on Periscope? Go ahead and uh, uh, give us a little, um, little message so we can read your name aloud on the show. What do you think about that, Greg? I No, I, absolutely. I, I, um, I actually was remiss to talk about Earful Tower, but in the beginning of the show, when I talked about you know how I used to love MGM and the old Hollywood Studios, the Earful Tower is so iconic. I mean, really, if there's if there's one thing that's like that just says Disney World to me, it's that because it was the '90s new thing, you know. Pleasure Island's gone. All everything else is gone. That was '90s. And that was from Mike Granny, oh, twenty-five. Hey, hey Mike. Hey Mike. Thanks for listening. Um, but yeah, Earful Tower was great, and I, it it stinks that it's gone. It really does. I wonder what happened to it. I feel like they just scrapped it, you know, scrap metal somewhere. There was rumors that um, the water tower that's over now at Disney Springs, which is sort of like their icon, was yeah. going to be Earful Tower. They were going to just kind of move it there. Whether they keep the ears or not, I don't know. That was but, a very strong rumor for a while. Yeah, it's too bad. It really is too bad. Um, you know what's weird though, um, Greg is. You're right. I never we we have it usually like um, 
one of our, our uh, people that follows Bio Reconstruct always has these pictures he gets somehow. And I'm surprised that no one has, has any pictures of what has happened to our beloved Airful Towel right now. I Even, like, pictures of them taking it down. I don't remember seeing, like... You know what I mean? Did they do it, like, at nighttime or something? Because, like, literally, it was, like, one day it was there. You sure it's still not up? It wasn't there when I was there. You're right, that was down. Um, it, it literally was, like, one day it was there, the next day it was gone. I can't remember... Yeah, to be honest with you, I can't remember. Um, I can't remember seeing anything about it. I mean, I it may either. have just been a, a you know a pass or just right. a day or two. I mean, I took a little time. Uh, it was not it was, hardcore on our Twitter thing during our uh, early summer hiatus, so uh, it could have just passed us by. It was like in April, though, wasn't it? Like early May, maybe. I don't know. It was like right before you left. Yeah. Uh, you know what's weird though about the whole thing is like. And part of it is, like, okay, they have bigger plans, I guess, or whatever. They wanted the icon to be how the Tower of Terror, which then, now there's rumors they're going to retheme that to Guardians. And yeah. then I heard a rumor last week or that they're going to retheme um, or that Guardians of the Galaxy are coming to Universe of Energy at Epcot. Like Mike Grant said it went down in late April. That's about right. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's about right. Um just wacky but anyway my my point to this is like why isn't Earful Tower um contextually does why doesn't it make sense for Hollywood Studios whatever you're gonna call the park it's not Hollywood Studios it's still a park themed around movie making and in cinematography and television right well, <laughs> right I don't think so anymore I don't I think it's it's um it's more land than anything yeah. with with cars not coming in. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a studio. I think I don't know. It's more like it's kind of almost reverting back to what like Universal is like ride the ride the movies. You know. And, yeah, but even Universal has like the the you know hints of what their Hollywood location is, which is you know working studio. I don't know. It's just to me, it always made it feel like. This was a piece of Hollywood in in Disney World, it, and it was. I, I think it's rebranding. I think if you want to so see much that, more than a Burbank, theme park. you know. I no, I know, I know. But I personally, the Airport Tower, it would be nice if. Um, I, I don't see why they don't put it on you know on four on I four wheel drive somewhere. Just there's plenty of room off the side of the street. I mean, you know what? Put it. Put it. Um, Put it right at the Speedway gas station. It's an icon. You know, as you're driving down World Drive, yeah. there you go. You know, I mean, you don't have to put it next to anything that they're worried about. But, I mean, there's so many of the older attractions, they could have just kind of put a piece of it somewhere on property to kind of remind you. Know, the Eiffel Tower, like I said, I mean, you could just put that on the side of the road as you're entering at Disney World or just somewhere halfway down right near a sign. Right. You know, like, and it just says, instead of Disney Hollywood Studios, it'll just say, I don't know, it just Mickey. It just a Mickey Mouse head at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't know. Th- those are just icon things. Right. That right. As a as like a by as the like wayside. A, more as like a landmark than a than a functioning. You know, I don't, not even hook it up. Like just as a landmark. Why not keep it keep it somewhere? On, I I hear you. I mean, I think part of it was it, it was so high. Maybe that's why they didn't want to. 
you know what I mean? They didn't want to keep it around. It's at some point I did like one of our earlier earlier shows. I did a, I actually did like a a uh, a chart of height of uh, icons and buildings and stuff on property, and Earful Tower was was up there. I, I I don't remember how tall it is, but I remember remember it being up there. Um, anyway, lots of stuff happening um, at uh, Disney Springs, including this Coke the World of Coke thing. So I'm excited to check that out. I was the World of Coke thing. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or it's not cool. Well, sorry, it's it's just Coca Cola Store Orlando. But um, I thought it was going to be more of like World of Cokeish though, where it's going to it would have like a like even if it was like a fake bottling deal to you know demonstration type thing and it didn't and I guess it's just kind of merchandise and then you can sample stuff so we'll see how long that lasts I'm, I'm kind of surprised that there's a a want or a need for this like this much Coca-Cola merchandise you know what I mean like like who goes on vacation is like you know what I really want a Coke t-shirt at Disney World well that's not because I don't think it's I don't think it's a mashed up like Mickey Mouse drinking a Coke shirt you know what I mean I think it's all like branded stuff you know Coca-Cola which is which is which fine I'm sure some cool stuff in there it's just an entire like multi-level building dedicated to that yeah but you have to remember something Greg so remember I, I Going back, they had the Coke chill zones where you can go in there and yeah. you can drink the Coke of the world. That's just the point. It's just another marketing thing that. Then you know what? I'm some shops are not okay with being there, but I'm okay with the world of Coke being in there. I mean, yeah. they had such a, a stay at, you know, at Disney the way it is. You know, it's sure. always been like you know I, I kind of they don't sell Pepsi, they sell Coke. You know what I mean? All the attractions that Coke is sponsored or the chill zones like. I think it's a it's a cool store to have, and I'm yeah. happy they didn't actually get rid of that. Um, yeah, I'm happy they didn't get rid of that. It was kind of cool, and you can go back there, you can go ahead, and you can drink all the Coke around the world and everything again. So yeah. So we'll see, and lots more stuff at Disney Springs too. Tons of stores opening up. It, it looks aw- It really does look awesome. I'm really I'm really happy with how um, when I was down there, you know, I got to see a little bit of it. It looked it looked awesome. And the the um, the other cool thing, um, Mike um, Granny said that the Coke store is basically like a club cool at Epcot. You just have to pay right. for this one. Right. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. It's exactly what. Yeah. It's just exactly. a little. It's just in Disney Springs and a little cooler. Uh, right. The uh, lots of stuff on the horizon though, Mike. And one of the things we didn't mention that we this all dis we kept this to Disney, but. Um, at uh, SeaWorld, you know, they opened up Mako, the hyper coaster, uh, Big news. during our hiatus. So that that's that's huge, and that's finally up and up and running. Universal keeps cranking along with uh, Skull Island, Reign of Kong, opening uh, up here. Uh, Sapphire Falls Resort is supposed to open very soon. Volcano Bay's 2017, um, and then of course back to Disney. Pandora Land of Avatar, and then uh, and then Toy Story Land and Star Wars Land. Whenever that happens, twenty eighteen and after. So um, we'll see what happens. But it's, there's been a, been some cool stuff. Frozen Ever After finally opened at the Norway Pavilion, 
Soren, uh, that expansion finally done, and the new the new screens in, and Soren around the world finally opening up, and Disney Springs again finally uh, finally kind of remastered and reimagined, and uh, the last I think the last kind of piece to Disney Springs that they'll finish off is the uh, the new Planet Hollywood, the new observ Planet Hollywood Observatory or whatever they want to call it. Um, which they're still working on. That's kind of next to World of Coke. So uh, that's one of the last things, I think. The rest, you know, the kind of town center kind of stuff is, is pretty much done. So um, but looking forward to that, too. Absolutely. Uh, we have anything else in the news? That was it for me. Anything on your end I didn't uh, cover? Not too much. A little PSA announcement. Um, as we know... Uh, try not to laugh through this one but it's not really funny uh there's a new app out on the phone right now called pokemon go i knew nothing about this i really wasn't a pokemon fan back when i was a kid yes people that's how long pokemon's been out uh but i decided to give it a whirl um it is kind of cool how you can use the gps and when you're walking around a little interactivity where like a pokemon pops up you can go ahead and like toss a ball at it and the thing goes um, it's a cool little app. A uh, little public service announcement. Make sure that you don't disconnect yourself from the real world, because a lot of people are doing that lately, especially with these Oculus Rift things where you go to Six Flags around us up here in New England and ride Superman, a virtual reality coaster, even though you're on a coaster, which to me, first of all, makes no effing sense. You're at an amusement park to have fun. I don't need to see Superman's nuts flying in my face as I'm going down the hill. I don't. I don't oh need to God. see this. I'm at an amusement park. Just just get off of virtual reality and enjoy real life. When you're at home, you know, in your bed, on the bathtub, wherever you are, you know, you want to watch your virtual reality glasses, that's fine. Whatever. In the bathtub? But you never know. I have a, oh. I have a waterproof phone. All right? We're not going to go there. But here's the oh thing. Oh, my God. The thing is, uh, jokes aside, there's three stories that popped in my head. The first one I just saw on Twitter about 20 seconds ago here at 11 o'clock p.m. on a Sunday uh, where two kids, I have to read it a little bit from Wesh, used the Pokemon Go app to rob people. Um, so I don't know what that's about. Then there's, up here in New England, there's, there's something on Facebook where a guy literally caused a pretty massive car wreck in the Massachusetts area because he stopped his car in the middle of the road to, in his words, catch a Pokemon, all right? And then the last one is happened down in the great state of Florida where it believed a somebody, a child man, was killed because he's playing this Pokemon catch games and runs out on the road. Oh, man. You need to disconnect yourself. This is... This is this is it. This is this is cybernet. This is when the Terminators start taking over. This isn't crazy anymore. This is real. Virtual reality technology is so cool to have. It's so cool to have in your hands, and it's so cool to watch the world evolve. The Oculus Rift stuff is cool. I tried it out. Myself. It really is cool when you can immerse yourself in the world the way it is. But be in your own room. You know, be near a bed in case you fall down. You know that, that little thing where you can like fall <laughs> off a building or something. Like you know, like. It's cool stuff. Um, again, I don't need a news on park like Six Flags. Apparently, that's the new big thing to get you in. I mean, they'll try anything to get you in. You know, free booze in your snow cones. 
Six Flags is just <laughs> who knows why Six Flags is still around anymore. Anyhow, um, this is a cool game. This is an awesome game. It'll get these lazy kids that all they want to do is play on the computer all day out and to have a little fun. That's okay by me. If that's the way it's going to be, that's fine. But please, people, if you're listening to the show, look where you're going. Just because there's a imaginary Hufflepuff or whatever the <laughs> hell the name is, don't follow it into the middle of the street. Because unlike that game, I can push restart still. If you get hit by a car, like what happened the tragedy down in Orlando with the kid, or start an accident... You can't push reset with that. And that's the biggest thing that we're forgetting about with this virtual reality. And that's not even virtual reality. Yeah. That's just an app on your phone. Yeah, that's, that's so true. That's the end of my rant for today. I just wanted this to put is... it out there because it's something that is just, it's been bothering me all day that, that this is happening. And it's also bothered me all day that people have been posting that, you know, on the little Pokemon Twitter thing, I, I kind of dove into that just to see what, you know, what was going on with that. That people and parents are so happy because their kids are getting out to play because of this. Oh, jeez. Pisses me off. Yeah. Just go out and, and, and have fun. Yeah. Like, Seriously. But Dis- that's the end of my rant. For Disconnect that from the phone. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's been Mike's old man rant of the day. Presented by <laughs> Weather's Originals. His official favorite hard candy. All right, let's go ahead and shut it down. One more, take take a look at the weather. What's the weather looking like right now at 11 p.m. at the studios, other than people leaving on the last monorails back? The studios? Oh, you mean at at I mean, the, world. Uh, the Sorry. Disney World? Uh, believe it or not, 81 degrees right now and clear in uh, Bay Lake. Crazy, 81 degrees. They're not going to be in hu- humid too. I mean. Um, today's uh, high was 93 humidity 81% mm, summertime time to be lazy nice so our next show I think uh, we'll, per- perhaps might be July 24th which would be uh, a couple weeks from now make sure to send us your park or trip planning questions topics uh, or if you're planning a trip soon you want to have a uh, Mike and I answer some uh, some questions, some give us some tips, whatever. Shoot us an email, resortiers at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter at resortiers. Facebook, still out there, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Facebook, Facebook is gone. I'm sure some Russian cult is taking over that page right now. Yeah, just just follow us on Twitter, resortiers. It'll be a lot a lot better. Uh, Go to Redbubble. You want all of our resort ears, and Greg will keep you updated uh, if we end up changing that. Yeah. Um, Twitter, of course, like Greg said, we're always on that. Uh, even during our hiatus, if I wasn't there, Greg was there. If Greg wasn't there, I was on it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and for the 24th show, I'm just saying there could be a possibility, depending on what our friends do, for a live show on that weekend. We also so have a... the possibilities there. Oh, that's very true. I didn't even think yeah, of that. There are possibilities there. We also um, we also have some some. I was gonna say we have some guests lined up too. We in, do have in some guests lined up. In the works. It's been really weird not having Ken calling today. I know. And I think that's because it's a Sunday night and like 
the rest of America. We should be in bed because people have to work at the crack of dawn tomorrow. Yeah, seriously. But, okay. Uh, anyway. Did we cover, oh, did we cover Gmail and everything? Yeah, yeah, I just said that. Yeah, it was already right. at gmail.com. Uh, hey, anytime, uh, everybody that's listening on Periscope, thank you very much for the people that came in now or in the one person that has stuck with us the whole time. I'm sorry if your ears are bleeding. We do apologize. Um, if you want to give us a call anytime, one 545 6118 and leave a message, we will get that show played on our next show. Our hiatus is over. We will have a show coming again in two weeks, be it live, be it whatever, yeah. maybe even before that. It, uh, yeah. Just because we say two weeks doesn't mean that we won't have one in two, three days or four days. It depends on just when me and Greg can put something together we always try to make sure we have one in case you're just joining us for the first time we always make sure that we have a show every two weeks unless we're on a hiatus and we'll let you know when that happens but you never know we could have a show like I said in two three days if something big breaks or we want to just have a show yeah um so just keep on twitter you know message us questions subscribe interact to, with us subscribe to us on uh, iTunes as well it, um yes iTunes is big that's where you're gonna get the show go ahead Greg I t- subscribe to us on iTunes please also uh, Give us a review if you like what you hear and you like the show. Uh, this is, again, our 25th episode. We've been doing this now for over over a year. Over a year. <laughs> She's a grand old flag. She's a flag. So, uh, over a year now, Resorty's Radio, and uh, it's really a passion project for Mike and I. <laughs> yeah, that's enough of this. So yeah, iTunes you can check us out. Check us out on Podbean.com. That's kind of where we. Uh, that's our host for all of our, our shows. Uh, where else are we? Stitcher, I think. Uh, are we? Yeah. We're I all told over you. The place. Facebook, Stitcher. We at one point. Um, YouTube. Me and yeah, me and Greg went. You here's the thing with YouTube. You can live broadcast on that now. I, I know, yeah. And we, I want to look into that. We got, we got to look into that. So we, because we were doing that one, uh, we for a while we were do, using uh, uh, Mixler dot com, which was a, yep. it's, it's just audio. You can live, you know, live broadcast just audio, um, and that was that was okay. Not a lot of people knew about it, so not a lot of people people tuned in, but you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I want to look into the YouTube maybe, but going back to the story, we we <laughs> we signed up for almost everything almost two years ago just to get all that done and so there's so many things we probably sign up that the russian syndicate probably has right now that we are sorry if you if resort ears is some kind of like porno site at this point i do apologize we just completely lost handle on that so uh, but uh no nah. all right well that is going to do it for our 25th anniversary show sorry i anyway anyways whatever um all right, uh, so 24th, we're coming back. So I'm looking at my notes. Um, that's it, folks. We're going to just call it a night. we got to go to work tomorrow morning. Have a magical night, and until the next time, get your ears on. Enjoy your monorail Monday. We'll talk to you. This has been a production of Resort Ears Radio.